Welcome to Talking Friars. I'm your host, Ralph Shockey. Joining me today, or tonight, I should say, is my co-host, Richard Scott. Rich, uh, happy Sunday, my friend. Hey, happy Sunday, Ralph. It's uh, good to be back here with you. What is this, our second recording in, what, three days? Two days? I think uh, two days, yeah. Two days, so, you know, we're, we're back at it. I got a recap for you tonight uh, against, you know, we had a game against Milwaukee yep. yesterday. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, it was a great weekend. Happy yeah. to be here tonight recapping this game. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of talking points tonight. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think we'll start with the Milwaukee game. But before we dive into the game itself, Rich, I wanted to ask how your weekend was. Oh, it's been absolutely spectacular, Ralph. Got to say, uh, I'll sum it up in one word. Sure. Basketball. 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 Right. We had this uh, basketball word. game last night at 6 o'clock. You know, that was uh, pretty much the main thing I did this weekend. You yep. know, that basketball game uh, mm-hmm. took a lot out of me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I slept in, slept in uh, pretty uh, pretty late today. You know, it was a, it was a good night, uh, great weekend overall. Yeah. Uh, yeah, happy to happy to get a win, yeah. ten point win against Milwaukee, seventy nine sixty nine, and yeah, just uh, happy to be here right now too. Uh, you know, going over this game. Yeah. I know it's a little late. It's uh, currently eight twenty six. You know, had a busy day today. You get uh, catching up on some schoolwork. Yep. But you know, we make it. Yeah. We sacrifice things. We to make be it happen. On talking we make it happen. Maybe. Oh yeah, and, and, and we're yeah, here, you know. Yep. Just happy to be here. Yep. Sunday night. Yeah. You know, Wisconsin on Tuesday. Yep. That's got a lot big to look forward to. Big so. one. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, I think I'll, I'll just talk about my weekend briefly. It was, it was a fun weekend. It was oh, a, yeah. it was a great weekend. Uh, Friday night, I went to the hockey game uh, with my roommate Aiden and you know a few of our buddies, and that was fun. Uh, we won two one in overtime against uh, Northeastern, so you know the Friars keep winning. Oh yeah, Friars keep you know, winning. Men's basketball's two zero. Women's basketball's two zero. The the Friars men's hockey team is number five in the country right number now. Five in the country. Uh, coach Lehman now has the most all time wins at Providence as a men's hockey coach, so that's awesome. Congrats, to Coach Lehman, on that. And then Saturday was you know the game obviously, and then you know we went to the Abbey afterwards, and you showed yep. up late, but you know you were there. I was there in spirit, right? We had a good time. We had a fun time. And now we're here. It's a great time. Know, I mean, so. yeah, talking Friars. It goes uh, goes to show how well our uh, athletics program yeah. is doing here. You know, a lot to look forward to, not just in basketball, but, you know, we got we got the hockey team being built yep. in the country. Women's undefeated. You know? Oh, yeah. So, you know, so much so much to look forward to. What a time to be a Friar. Yeah. You know, no, what a time, time to be a Friar. Be a friar. And so. you, know what's, uh, you know what's even better than all that? What's that, Ralph? Ed Cooley and Georgetown losing oh, to Holy gosh. Cross last night. Yeah, that, losing to Holy Cross last night. That was uh, that was an absolutely great game. To, oh. You know, that, that that really finished my night. It you was know, it was the cherry there, on top. Yeah, it, it, it definitely was. It definitely top. was that cherry on top there, Ralph. It I mean, was. coming back from this basketball game, you know, I grabbed a bite bite to eat uh, after after the uh, basketball game. Came back to my room, started watching the Georgetown game. Met you guys at the Abbey after the uh, after that game. Yep. Let me tell you something though. It was so nice to see Cooley get that loss handed to him by Holy Cross. Oh yeah, Holy Cross. So. Absolutely spectacular, you know, just uh, seeing his sort of downfall. Yeah. In Georgetown early on. So. Right. Yeah, you know, I saw I saw a tweet by uh, Matt St. Jean last night, and he tweeted, or I'm going to have you guess this. How long do you think it took Cooley to lose his first home game with PC at at the Amp? At the Amp? Yeah. Or, well, the dunk, the, the Amp, dunk, the like, amp. at home. How long do you think it took till his first home loss as a Friars men's basketball coach? You know, I, I like, I, I let me try and test my knowledge. Yeah, no, no, no. Take your time. Take your time. All We're right, not in a rush. Um, We're not in a rush. Let me see. Uh, maybe 10, 10 home, uh, home games. Well, how many? How many years? How many years? Until his blank year. Let me say. Uh, let me say first then. Nope. Not his first. Second. Nope. Nope. Third. Nope. Fifth. Nope. 
Seven? Nope. Is it in between any of those? Uh, it's in between three and five. All right, so we got four. Yes. Four years. So it didn't take until year four for Cooley to lose a home game with us. Wow. Which is crazy to think about. That is crazy to think about. And you, you, and do you know how long it took for him with Georgetown? One year. Not Two only days. one year, but one week. One week. It took one week for him to lose his first home game with Georgetown. Yeah. Which is just, it's just glorious. Definitely. It's just glorious. It's Definitely. just amazing. I. Just the bad karma. There were the uh, F Ed Cooley chants at the Abbey last night yep. after they lost. It was just great. It was just, it made my night. Definitely. It, it really did make Definitely. my night. That but cherry on the top right there. Yeah. <laughs> Enough with that yep. Cooley banter and, and talk. And now we're going to actually shift to the game itself. Uh, Providence, we won 79 69 versus Milwaukee. And uh, where do you, you want to go with this game, Rich? Yeah. I mean, I got to say, our uh, point guards really showed out. You know, I think that they performed. I think that that's like going to be my main talking point from this game. You know, you had Pierre and you had Duall. And I think yeah, we were talking about it on the last episode mm-hmm. is, you know, you, you, we're, we're going to see like that 50-50 split going right. forward. You know, I think we're going to have like a little debate, you know, later on about, you know, which one we could see starting. You know, right now we have Pierre starting. And I got to say, I think he was our best player out there on the court. You know, getting 16 points, five assists, you know, going two for two for five from the three. You know, I mean, once again, just a, an efficient shooter, you know, getting those points, getting those assists. You know, really, like the offense flowed through him in yeah. this game. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that, that really, you know, I, I, I think Pierre really looked like our best player out there against yeah. Milwaukee. But I, you could also argue, you know, like Garway also put on a great performance. Oh, yeah, as well. he looked great. You know, with 14 points, he was our second highest scorer. You know, I mean, really, just a great performance from our point guards all mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that, you know, we're going to continue looking out for in the, uh, in the, throughout the season, you know, is, is our point guard play. But I'm actually, I'm looking forward to it. You know, yeah. I was thinking about it today. It was like, what, where would we be if Alan Breed was still here? A, lot, know, of, a it, lot of depth. It, a yeah, lot of depth. Right? A lot of depth. Right? But, I mean, I, I, I feel a little bit more relieved now. You know, Alan Breed would have been a great starting point guard. Defensively, Breed, yeah. Right. Defensively, You have Breed, sure. you have Pierre, and we would have had Garway. You know, I think that, that would have been absolutely Three-headed great. Three-headed monster right there. But, you know, after this game, I'm like, all right, Pierre, Pierre and, uh, and Garway are going to satisfy. They're mm-hmm. going to satisfy that one-two point guard position. Yeah. You know, and just a great performance from them overall. I don't know if you have any uh, – Talking points on this uh, topic. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna counter with your best player of the game or, or your MVP. Yeah. I was gonna say could also go to Josh Udoro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know we talked about Udoro a lot on last or not last week's, a few days ago's episode about how we weren't really, really happy with his game, his play. You know, specifically his rebound, maybe a little bit of his effort too. And I think Josh Udoro really showed out uh, last night. And I think you could very much argue that he was a player of the game as well. If it right. wasn't Pierre, then it was Odoro for mm-hmm. sure. Um, you know, Odor on the box score, he, you know, he had 28 minutes, four of eight from the field, one of two from three-point land. You know, he yeah. actually had a three-pointer, which a three is pointer. awesome. He was oh, wide yeah. open, just nailed it. Um, you know, that's that's something you would that's that's not something you would see if you know uh, you know Nate Watson was still our center right. or even yeah, Croswell last year. Throw, right? You know, yeah. So yeah. that was cool to see. Definitely, uh, he was four of four from the free throw line, so that's huge. He had seven offensive rebounds, five defensive rebounds. That's 12 in total. He had an assist. He had a steal, two blocks. Uh, he had two turnovers, three fouls, and 13 minutes. So yeah. I would say just from a box score perspective, I would say you know he can very well be the player of the game as well. Um, I was very happy with him last night, specifically his effort. I think he played with a lot of effort, and I think he made a lot of winning plays. Uh, you know, there was this play where um, there was a – it was what? A, it was a Carter free throw, right? Or uh, Hopkins free Hopkins throw. Free throw. Yep, yep. And Josh Adora, like – he almost gave the second and third efforts. He got the ball back, 
and then uh, you know it was either a foul or it led to a Devin Carter three pointer, mm. and that was just great to see out of him. Uh, you know, I know I know his size is a big worry and concern, especially before conference play. But I was very happy with how he played last night. Yeah. Now, did I hear that correctly? Seven offensive rebounds. Uh, let's Seven just double check here. Rebounds. Yeah, that you is did hear absolutely that insane. You know, I we, we we gave him like a lot of slander on the last we did. episode. We did. You know, I you must have heard that, it. That might have. Yeah. Who knows? That could have sparked his performance in this game. You know. <laughs> Odoro, that's going to be my second talking point. Yeah. Is he showed that he, he belongs here. Mm-hmm. That he belongs here. It really does. It, yeah. it really, it, it was his night too. Yeah. You know, I, I, 50, I think, 50 split I, I think like behind, behind uh, Pierre, you know, I, it goes Odoro. You know, I, I think Garway, Garway is my, was my third. You know, yep. I, I think uh, X factor from this game, so to say. Yep. You know, but Odoro going out there 28 minutes, mm-hmm. going four for eight, one for one for three, or mm-hmm. one for two from the three point, from three point yeah. land. I mean, that, that's, take, that's, that's just something that we never, you know, from our, from our that's big just, man. That's just crazy. That's absolutely awesome. Yeah. You know, that, fantastic. He, he was exciting to see, fighting, you know, like tooth and, you know, tooth and nail for yeah. every single rebound. Yep. You know, 12 total rebounds, a double-double in this yeah. game. You know, we, I guess we got the double-double uh, prediction yeah. wrong. You know, we oh. said he was going to get it in Columbia. Uh, but here it is. Up. Here it is. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I was a little worried about, you know, after the uh, Columbia game. You know, I thought, does this guy really belong, like, in this offensive scheme? Mm-hmm. You know, we looked at you. Looked, you know, like uh, we, we were a little bit worried about Odoro's play. Yeah. You know, he wasn't too aggressive getting the rebounds. His points really weren't uh, satisfactory against yeah. Columbia. But really, in, in this game, he showed that he belongs in. Mm-hmm. You know, he showed that he belongs in this offense and that this can work. Yeah. You know, that everything, you know, can work. The seven offensive rebounds, I just want to say, you know, I, I really want to like, touch upon this. Yes. Is, that is what we needed. Yeah. That, the offensive rebounds overall, yeah. we had 19 as a team. Yep. Seven coming from Odoro himself. Mm-hmm. That's what we needed. Those second chance points. You know that that that's what sparks our offense. That's mm-hmm. what leads to the our, our offense being second opportunities. What second opportunities? Second opportunities. Yep. And that was led by Odoro. I gotta give him a lot of credit. Standing ovation yeah. over here. Standing ovation. So Stop really, Josh, I mean, baby. Let's go. Congratulations, Josh. I mean, great great performance. Uh, you know, I, I I'm really interested in seeing how he progresses. Wisconsin's gonna be, I think, his first true test. Yeah, for but sure. But if he plays like this in any any of the game, you know, in any other game this season, you're happy about it. I'm gonna You're be super. I'm gonna be absolutely ecstatic. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the seven offensive rebounds is is obviously yeah. huge. You know, I think, you know, a big talking point on last or a few days ago episode was like the rebound battle. Yep. And you know, we 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 did we win the rebound battle versus Columbia by one, I believe. We we won it by one, which is like. Yeah. A loss, pretty or much. Not, not too many. It was either like you know, three or something. Yeah, yeah it, it was much. it was close, but right. like it should be like by five or ten or even more than mm-hmm. that. And in this game, we won the offensive rebound battle by five. Right. And not only does that create you know second opportunities, but you know we were just talking about our players of the game, and you know I think we I think we forget about our two best players and Bryce Hopkins yeah. and Devin Carter. Yeah. You know, I think we just forget it, but we're just forgetting about them exactly. right now. And then they're, exactly. those guys are looked at as our two best players. Right. You know, it's just like. It's a great problem to have because it's not like we went into this episode where, like, okay, we won by 10. You know, Hopkins had a great game. Carter had a great game. And then, you know, say, say we were to say, like, oh, you know, Ticket was a little shaky. You know, uh, Garway, you know, he's it's early. You know, he's struggling. You know, Doro, we're still looking at him more from him. Right. You know, Pierre hasn't really taken that leap just yet. But, no, I mean, our talking points on this episode so far have been Odoro. Jaden Pierre, point guards, and now we're t- and now you know I'm talking. I wanted to mention Devin Carter. You know yeah. we haven't mentioned him. 32 minutes, five of 12 from the field, three of nine from three. Yep. Uh, one thing I want to mention with those three pointers is you know I I going into the season I didn't think 
there was going to be a game where he, he attempted nine three-pointers, but right. I'll take it, and he made three I'll of them. I'll take it. And they're all good looks, too. Yeah, they're not like they're bad looks. Mm-hmm. Um, he was 0-1 from the free-throw line, That's two nice. offensive rebounds, four defensive rebounds, six rebounds in total, five assists, one steal, three blocks, yep. one turnover, four fouls, which is a little bit of a concern, and then 13 points. So, yep. I mean, you're just you're seeing the depth on this team. Definitely. You're really seeing the depth with this team. You know, you're seeing – you're seeing Pierre, you're seeing Garway, you're seeing Josh, you know, you're seeing Carter, you're seeing Hopkins, you're seeing Slim, you're seeing uh, Floyd, Corey Floyd yep. Jr. Yeah, you know, we'll talk about him Yeah, later. we'll talk about him in a bit. Oh, yeah, got a lot to say about that. But, but. yeah, I mean, it's just, you're seeing the depth, and it's not like, it's not like last season where it's like, okay, it's got to start and end with Bryce Hopkins and Devin right. Carter. It's like, other guys can take on, take on their roles and right. play efficiently and play effectively and help this team win. right. Um, you know, I was just reading the uh, the recap here before we recorded, and five players finished in double figures. Yep. We had Jane Pierre with 16, Joshua Dorr with 13, Devin Carter with 13, Bryce Hopkins with 10, and I might have had a quiet 10, and Garway right. Duel with 14. It's like right. this team is versatile. Oh, yeah. This team is versatile. And when you, have, when you have a scheme and an offense that emphasizes ball movement and screens and motions and three-pointers, that only leads to more points and more right. spacing for more players. Yeah. You know, and when you have this this one-two punch of Jaden Pierre, Garway Duel, you have, you know, uh, Josh Adoro and Slim. Yep. Uh, you know, I know Barron played about 15 minutes in the first game. He looked like a one, minute in right. this game. You know, that's because Garway was back. Yep, exactly. So that's why he played 15 in the Columbia game. I don't expect a lot from him going right. forward this season. And then, you know, you even have Floyd as like a sixth, seventh, eighth man off the bench. Right. I mean, to have Corey Floyd Jr. as your sixth, seventh, eighth yep. man off the bench, I mean, that's – it really the does depth. speak to the depth of this team. Oh, yeah. True, true testament to the depth on our team. But, uh, you know, go, going back to Carter here, I mean, Carter, like, you know, he, he put him, you know, almost a quiet, you know, 13 points. Actually, yeah. no, I, I would say Bryce put, like, the most quiet, you know, points up with the 10. Mm-hmm. But, you know, talking about Carter, like, Carter was, like, you know, went, went uh, three for nine, going 33% from three-point. That's great. Every single yeah. look was a wide-open look. 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 It looked absolutely great. You know, like, every single shot that he took, like, you know, I, I, I felt confident in, in Devin Carter in this game. Yeah, me too. You know, but I, I don't I don't think he you know, I, I like I'm I'm not saying like his performance was bad or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I, I think Pierre, Odoro, you know, Garway, I think that they put up a better game. Yeah. You know, I think that it, it, and, and, and that just once ago again goes to show, you know, the depth, the versatility mm-hmm. of our team right from yeah. the bat. Right. That it, it, all, all the weight doesn't have to fall on Carter and Hopkins' yeah, shoulders, huge, which is a great thing. Huge, That's massive. a great thing to have. It's massive. You know, but once again, Carter played absolutely phenomenal in this game, 13 yep. points. Defensively, three blocks. Mm-hmm. I mean, one steal. Yeah. Great, you know, bat out of hell. We'll yep. bring it up every single yeah. episode. He is that yeah, bat yeah, out of hell going after every single ball, at yep. every single 50-50 ball. You know, he, he goes after it. Yeah. You know, and, and, usually and, gets and you know too. that he puts his heart out on the court every right. single time he steps on it. Sure. You know, and – Great game from him. You know, touching upon Hopkins, Hopkins with a quiet 10 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, the majority of his points coming from the free throw line. Yep. You know, he only went he went two for nine in this game. You know, not 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 the best uh, shooting performance from Hopkins, but he was. He was driving to the lane. Yeah. You know, he was driving to the lane. You know, um, we, we could look at Pierre, Carter. They both had five assists. Mm-hmm. You know, it was that ball movement and those right. drives to the lane, right. which led to us taking 26 free, free throws. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, like – you know, a, a very energized-looking offensive scheme. Yeah. You know, it's not just the three points. You know, we were also driving to the rim, you know, putting up, like, you know, um, highly high-percentage shots. Yeah, they were you know, good and, and, and 
everything really looked like a good look. Yeah. You know, but there, there were people, you know, at, at the Abbey, Izzy was telling me, she was like, oh, you know, like the fries didn't look too good. They didn't look too good. Like whatever, you know, it, you, you, you can take a look at the box score here. We yeah. went 26 for 66 from, from, the, from the field, mm-hmm. you know, 39.4%. Uh, that's not, not the best. Not great. That's not the best. You know, the three-point, we went 10 for 31. That's an improvement from the last game. We went 26% against Columbia. Now we're at 32.3%, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's you, know, it, improvement. you know, it, look, looking at the box score, you know, and, and, and if, if this was your first game watching this uh, offensive scheme, which it was for a lot of Friars in, in yeah. the attendance, yep. you know, you might think, like, this wasn't, you know, the Friars that you were expecting from last year. Right. You yeah. know, we're missing too many shots, but we're also taking a lot of shots. Right. You know, because that's what this offense calls for. Yep. You know, it, it's a quick, it's a ball movement. No, you know. Um, transition. It's exactly. a lot of transition. A lot of transition play. You know, but I, I, I would argue, I think that, you know, despite despite only winning by 10 points, I think we looked a lot better, you know, um, offensively than we did against Columbia. Yeah. You know, and, and, and once again, and I'll bring it up, the depth on our team, you know, having Pierre, having Garway mm-hmm. as your one-two point guards. You know, having Hopkins, Carter, just there and present, mm-hmm. you know, putting up double-digit points. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's a testament to the to the depth of our team, you know, to the strength of our team. Yeah. And and really, like, I, I'm i excited. Yeah. I'm excited for I'm excited Wisconsin. Oh, I'm excited wait. for Kansas State. I can't wait. You know, Those like, are going to be two I'm, huge I'm games. really, really two excited for games. these games. So. Yeah. No, me too. Uh, I just want to bring it to Bryce real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to ask you, like, how how worried were you about his kind of shaky-ish night? You see, I I wasn't I wasn't too worried because mm-hmm. all the other players carried his weight, right? You know, c- carried the weight, like you know, from from his uh, from his shaky performance. So yep. You know, I, I Hopkins will be back. Yeah. You be, know, they, they, this was a fluke. You know, this was a fluke. Yeah, just get the bad Two one nine, out of the way o- early. Over five from three. You know, I it just it it wasn't his night shooting, but you know, Pierre stepped up, Garway stepped up, you know, Devin even stepped up. Yeah. You know, Odoro definitely stepped up. Yeah, you know? for so, sure. So many players behind him stepped up, and I would much rather see you know five players in double digits than just Hopkins and Carter. You know, oh, for sure. I, 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 for I sure. would much rather see you know like the like the ball movement which was there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and more players getting great open looks. You know, than just having a Hopkins uh, based yeah. offense. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean. It would be completely different if we lost this game, right? Right. And Hopkins was struggling. That would be right. a completely different story and, and then, scenario. Yeah, right. And then that's when we would say, like, we, like, we, oh, we need a Hopkins-centered like, offense, yeah, right? Right. You know, or we need Hopkins to perform yeah. every single game or else we're going to get demolished. Right. Yeah. So. And, like, not only did we win this game, but we had five guys in double figures, which right. is huge. It's great. It's awesome. It's versatile. Like, you yeah. just love to see that. Uh, like, with Bryce, like, for me, I'm not going to worry until it's, like, a big game. Like, you know, if if he doesn't perform well versus Wisconsin and we lose, then I'm going to become a little bit concerned because then mm-hmm. it's like that's two back-to-back games, and Wisconsin's a much better team than Milwaukee. And then if you know, say if he struggles against Kansas State, then you know I don't think it's going going to happen. But then that becomes three straight, and then he's like, mm-hmm. he's not playing as he should be playing, and it's like, oh god, you know. But I don't want I don't want to think about that right now. You know, we're we're two and zero. Got Wisconsin on a Tuesday night. It's a big one. Um, but yeah, I think um, I think just going back to depth real quick. I mean, you know. Look at the one-two punch between Odoro and Castro. Right. Look at the one-two punch between Garway and Jane Pierre, and then the you know Corey Floyd going in for ticket. Right. Uh, uh, you know a ticket. <laughs> like you see. <laughs> oh no no no! You you brought Corey and I got. Uh, oh, yeah. I got you got excited. <laughs> got excited. Season of Corey Floyd. We got to talk about him at some point. I apologize. Oh, I need to okay. So into your conversation. No, what were, yeah, no, no. what were you going to say about ticket? So I was or I was just going to say the one-two between Corey <laughs> between Corey and right. ticket. <laughs> Oh yeah. my goodness! Uh, 
Well, Ticket went down in this game, which was concerning. <laughs> like, oh, I get something that court flicking me, but even like he grabbed his knee, like that like, didn't look good at all. Like, right. uh, it was bad. But he like he got back in the game, which was right. like a little bit crazy. Like, mm-hmm. I was talking to like the fans behind me. And I was like, how was he back in this game? Like, he went down and grabbed his knee. Like, usually that's an ACL. Yeah. And I was like, shoot. Like, when he went down, I like I immediately texted you. I'm like, ticket hurt. Yeah. Because you run another – you run the, uh, uh, the opposite the other side. opposite yep. side of the student section. I was like, ticket hurt. I'm like, oh, God. Like, mm. if if we lose ticket to an ACL and he's out for the rest of the season, that's that sucks. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be a huge blow. But then I was like, okay. Like, but our insurance and backup is Corey Floyd Jr. Right. You know, and I'm – very pleased and happy with that. I mean, obviously, I'm not wishing an injury on ticket. I'm no, not. Of course not right? That's not what I'm saying. No. But in that hypothetical scenario, that's where my brain went. Um, but ticket, you know, I mean, from what I saw out of him last night, it looks like he's shooting a lot of corner threes, yep. which I like. Um, it looks like he's very much like either shooting the corner three or he's driving inside, yep. taking like a pass inside from like a Pierre Carter Hopkins mm-hmm. or even Odoro, and then he kind of cuts and then gets the ball and puts it up for right. a two. Um, but even, you know, kind of like another forgot, not forgotten, but, you know, quiet game was ticket games, right? Yeah. You know, he had 26 points. He was only three of nine from the field. Or 26 minutes, yeah. Or 26 minutes, sorry. Yeah. Uh, three of nine from the field. He was 0-4 from three. Don't mm-hmm. love to see that. Uh, he didn't get to the free throw line. Three offensive rebounds, four defensive rebounds, four rebounds in total. Zero assists, two steals, two blocks, one turnover three fouls six points so not the best game at a ticket for sure um but that's okay you know we right. had our other guys carry the load right exactly so um you know i'm and i guess with all these players i just going back to three point real quick i guess with all these players and all the shots we're taking i like i'm giving all everyone the green light right if you're open and it's no, a good I look too. take it I yeah, even josh your door on that wide open yeah, three point wide open three pointer i was like take it shoot it he did that and then he made it i was made like it. bang like if you're wide open got, it's a good look all, take it know, all energizes yeah at the end so you know i mean yeah shoot or shoot yeah shoot or shoot i mean uh yeah t- talking to ticket you know personally i i when i saw a ticket out there you know you got you got two steals two blocks he looks like devin carter defensively. a little bit yeah you know a little a little bit defense you know I mean, uh, take it, take it. Really, you know, despite having the uh, like knee injury, you know, yeah, you know, like, you know or you know, I don't know what it is down, right, but. Yeah, getting knocked down to the you know uh, to, to the court. He was yeah. down, you know, for like a couple minutes yeah, too. You know, it was absolutely frightening. You know, but I really like you know. Um, I, I I think he he also he had a quiet game. You know, 0 for four from three is not not yeah, the best not look for him. Not ideal. But he he did go three for five from the field. Yep. You know, and a lot of those were like strong. You know, highly contested. You know, like. You know, mm-hmm. layups, and, and, and he finished on them. Yeah. You know, three out of the five, he, fi- mm-hmm. he finished on them. You know, looked really good driving to the rim. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's, that's something that we're going to need going forward. He looked, you know, great when he was driving to the rim. Also defensively, you know, as I said, two steals, two blocks. That's a great performance in my books. Mm-hmm. You know, in and, and, and my eyes, like, that's an absolutely great great performance. Yeah. And he also, he had three offensive rebounds. Yep. Once again, you know, creating those uh, second opportunities. Yeah. Looking, you know, I so so really, you know, uh, despite having a shaky offensive uh, offensive game, you know, he still had he, he still provided a lot to the team. Yeah. You know, and, and, sure. and I think he was, you know, like a, he, he was a little bit slower than usual because of this, mm-hmm. you know, uh, getting, getting hurt. You know, uh, when when was this? Uh, second half, I believe. Uh, I think it was like early second. Yeah, I, I believe say. early second. Yeah. I don't you know. know so so I, I think I think he slowed down after like you know after getting hurt a little bit. But he was back. He, he went well, back. It was the end of the first. It was the end of the first, right? And then yeah. and then he came back oh, in, uh, in the second, right? Yeah. Yep. So, 
you know, uh, it was it was it was nice to see him go back out there. But you know, I think he did have like that slow because he was you know cautious right. of his uh, of yeah. his potential injury. Yep. But here we go. Here we go. I'm bringing it up. <laughs> here I'm bringing go. it up. Here we go, folks. Here it comes. Corey here it comes. Floyd Jr. <laughs> Corey Floyd Jr. I loved what I saw from him. I Let's absolutely loved what I saw from Let's him. Let's hear it. You know, he, People he, want went, hear it. he went 50% going three for six from the field, one for two from three point. He finally got his first three pointer. Yep. You know, I, I, yep. he, he, he went 0 for whatever he shot against Columbia. Mm-hmm. You know, it d- didn't look too good offensively. This game. He was on fire. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and I will say, he's that momentum booster. Yeah. He is. Spark plug. Those two, those two uh, alley-oops to him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was Corey Floyd Jr. Yeah. who slammed it. You know, yeah. and, and, and really, he, he's that momentum booster. He's yeah. that crowd energizer. Yep. He is the man. Mm-hmm. Corey Floyd Jr. R.C. called it. Yeah. R.C. called it. R.C. He said, called it, baby. It's going to be the season of Corey Floyd Jr. Yep. And let me tell you something. I am excited <laughs> to see this guy. You know, uh, progress throughout the season, only get better. You know, he's he's only gotten better since Columbia. Yeah, put up seven points here. You know, uh, two of those being the alley oops and then the three pointer. You know, he had three three rebounds, three assists. You know, he's moving the rock, passing the ball. Yeah. You know, I I, I love Corey Floyd Jr. Especially, you know, he, if ticket starts. You know, I like seeing Corey Floyd. You know, uh, sort of uh, replenish uh, ticket. Mm-hmm. You know, when ticket comes off the court, you know, get, you know, yep. catches his punch. breath. Yep. You know, you have Corey Floyd Jr. Yeah. just fitting right in there where where ticket left off. I, you know, it, 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 the depth, the yeah. depth of the depth. team. That's that's I, the theme that, of this episode. That's the is theme depth. of this episode is yeah. depth. You know, I, I every single starter has has a correlative you know bench player. Right. You know, which will yeah. just go in for them and and and, and perform their heart out. Yeah. You know. Sure. So. I was going to say, you know who Corey Floyd Jr. reminds me a lot of last season? Who? Jaden Pierre. Jaden Pierre. Jaden Pierre. Yeah. Just acting as that spark plug, right? Definitely. You know, and I feel like whenever Corey Floyd Jr. gets into the game, he either, A, makes an electric highlight. Yeah. You know, I'm surprised you didn't even mention that alley-oop dunk he had. Right. You know, that was electric. That was awesome. Well, I did, I did mention that. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, I shoot. did Well, he had that. Dunk. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I feel like whenever he's in the game, he doesn't really, like, screw up anything. Right. It's not like, it's not like something's obvious where... Like, he messes up or we're calling out, oh, Corey Floyd Jr., like, come on, you can't get beat defensively right. like that. Or, like, oh, he can't take that shot. Or, oh, you can't turn the ball over like that. Yeah. I feel like he didn't have that. No yeah. turnovers. No turnovers. No turnovers. No turnovers. Game. 22 minutes, no turnovers. Yeah. You know, and, and, and really, I, I, I think I think he played great. I think he's our, of course, like, you know, apart from Garway, mm-hmm. I think he's our, our second best bench player. You know? Yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's our second best bench player. For sure. You know, um, but yeah, no, just a great, great showing from him in this game. Yeah, you know, and I think it was a redemption game. Didn't perform too well against Columbia. This was his time to shine. Yep. He provided those energetic plays. Mm-hmm. You know, not one but two of the alley oops, I believe. Did he? Yeah, I believe. I think he, he had two. two. Yeah, yeah, right. And then that three pointer really just yeah. You know, yeah. Icing on the cake, right there. Corey Floyd. I might have to get his jersey. You should. I, I might. You should. I, might, I was gonna know. say uh, we might have to have conflicted on the podcast, right? Because like uh, conflicted on Twitter. Great Twitter follow, by the way. Uh, like, Corey Floyd Jr. is like his nephew. Really? Yeah. So, That's like, cool. Conflicted, obviously, is like a huge Corey Floyd Jr. fan. So are we, by the way. Yeah. So we might if have you to couldn't try- tell. Yeah. Yeah, if you couldn't so, tell. So uh, we might have to try to get him on the podcast sometime soon. Yeah. And I think we might just have to uh, start a Corey Floyd Jr. weekly segment. I think so. I think I think uh, off the air we will think of a Corey Floyd Jr. segment name we'll, for we'll it. We'll have to we'll, brainstorm uh, some ideas. We'll, we'll think about that off yep. the air after this episode, but... Yeah, I think uh, I think that's it from a player's perspective. Um, 
you know, we touched on Hopkins, Adoro, Pierre, Carter, Ticket. Baron only had a minute. Uh, Slim had eight minutes. Uh, he, he was he wasn't great actually, but only yeah. eight minutes. I mean, seven seven rebounds from him in eight minutes. Looks like that. Efficient. That's pretty efficient. You know, yeah. It's very efficient. Three offensive rebounds. You know, I I, I love seeing offensive rebounds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I love it. You know, yep. three out of nineteen. That's a great you know great showing from mm-hmm. uh, from Castro in just the eight minutes. You know, I we we needed him uh, defensively. You know, yeah. and, and we needed his like length. You know, uh, he also had two blocks in this game as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, you know, I, I would still say you know it was a quiet but strong performance from Slim. Um, you know, and 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 he didn't have to perform too much because Odoro did everything. You know right. that you know Slim Slim didn't really need the minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't need as much. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, Odoro played twenty eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was even a package like the last game uh, versus Columbia where Bryce was playing the five right for a bit. That was interesting to see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then there's Slim, uh, Garway. We talked about. You know, you're really seeing his NBA potential. Definitely. You know, he's only getting better through. I know it's only been two games, but he's only getting better throughout the season. Right. You know, the yeah, few you threes only, you he only had saw him, uh, for five minutes yeah. the last game too. You know, yeah. so a total of 29 minutes, yeah. and you, you you could still show the uh, NBA, NBA potential. quality. You're you know? seeing why he's projected to be a lottery pick, right? And why he's going to be drafted in the first round. You know, this is our this is our best recruit since Chris Dunn. Yeah. He's a top 50 recruit, top 50 uh, prospect. You know, huge props and huge credit goes out to Kim English for having him recommit to Friartown. Yep. You know, first day of the job, he flies out to California to meet with him and his family. Yep. Garway recommits and, you know, happy happy forever after, right? Yep. Uh, so you're really seeing his NBA potential between his threes. You know, he, he had this awesome just no-look pass inside. Yeah. Led to two points. I'm just – whenever he's on the court, I'm just so happy. Same here. I'm just so happy because, like – Same here. His yellow sneakers. Yeah, still, I know. They stand out. So I know when right. he's on the court, it's pretty easy oh, to yeah. find him. It's hard to miss. So I'm very happy with Garway's play last night. And then we had Corey Floyd Jr., who we just had the uh, segment on. A little, yeah, a little <laughs> tangent on. Yeah. But – yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about, like yeah. offensively, defensively, scheme, offense, whatever? Uh, I, I, I sort of had like a like a little, you know, a little direction that I was going to talk sure. about. You know, a little side thing. Go for it. You know, so, you know, you, you were talking about, you were talking about how English flew out to California to go meet up with Duval, you know, like the second, yep. you know, he decommitted. Mm-hmm. You know, I, Kim English got him back, yep. right? Ladies and gentlemen, we, we take, got him. Ladies and, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, we got him. We got him. Pierre. Pierre was going to leave, too. Yeah, you know, it, it, it yeah. was it was English who who kept him on, played him in that one on one. Yeah, right. And we, we talked about this in the uh, like the first two episodes that we recorded. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like the uh, chemistry that he built with the players right away. Yeah, right, right. You know, so Pierre Pierre wouldn't be here if it wasn't for English, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Eric, if we had a different sure. head coach, there's a possibility yeah. that Pierre would not be here for sure. Right, Garway, same thing. Yep, Garway could have followed uh, Drew Fielder, went down to yep. Georgetown. Yeah, already. You know, yep. he, he, everyone you know could could have just followed uh, Cooley. Right. You know, he right. stayed here. Yeah, you know, respect. and and, and, and sure. I, I respect I respect English. You know, I respect the whole sort of uh, you know basketball just like administration. Mm-hmm. You know, or the athletic so the uh, administration yeah. here. You know, it's just just a great you know a great plays by them, great moves by them. Yeah, you know, and I, I want to mention too, Drew Fielder did not look good in Georgetown. He didn't. He did not look he good in not. Georgetown. He didn't. You know, he 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 did not perform. Yep. You know, I, I who who knows how how he would have been here. Yeah. You know, especially. Especially with you know behind Odoro, oh, behind that'd be Slim, so good. you know. That'd be so but good. he didn't look good in Georgetown. No, you know. So you know what? They can have. Him. They can have. Him. I mean, it's only like two games, but yeah. it, it, but you know, it, it, it is only two games. Yeah. But I'll take I'll take Garway and I'll take Pierre. You <laughs> I know? will too. And, and, I would too. It starts with guard play. Right. Guard play is more important than forward play, most definitely. especially in college basketball. Most definitely. So, so yeah, that that that's my two cents right there. Mm-hmm. You know, so you know, once again, just a yeah. standing ovation to. 
you know, uh, to Kim for keeping uh, yeah. for keeping Pierre here, for keeping Duall here. Yep. You know, um, yeah. Kim is him. Kim is him. Kim is him. Uh, I feel like I don't know, I feel like on this podcast we don't talk about def- defense enough. Yeah. So I just want to mention that real quick. Mm. I mean, it's kind of like. It's much easier to talk about offense, right? And it's it's, it's your flashy, your right. It's, it's, it's like sells. the sexy stuff, right? You yeah, know, I've been like three pointers, and everyone wants to listen and watch that. Uh, but it looked like we played man to man last night. Yep. Uh, I just want to mention we won the steal battle by two, and then we won the block battle by eight. Uh, it was ten steals to eight steals, and then eleven blocks to three blocks. Yep. And then uh, yeah, we won the turnover battle by one. Uh, you know, fouls, whatever points, whatever. But yeah, you know, I mean. I think last night you just saw a team that played with more effort. Yeah. More effort, more energy. They came to play. Uh, they brought it on the defensive end. Uh, there wasn't, like, a lot of runs that Milwaukee had. I think they right. only had a couple at most. So, yeah, I was happy with the defensive performance. You know, you hold them to 69 points. Uh, it's not great, but it's not the did, worst thing yeah, in the Yeah, it didn't cover the spread, but that's uh, um, mostly mostly attributed to uh, B.J. Freeman yeah, from uh, Milwaukee Freeman. getting 33 points in this game. <sighs> You know, also putting up a double double with ten rebounds. Yeah. You know, he was the no, he was their number ten. You know, uh, mm-hmm. if if you watched the game last night and you didn't know his name, you would know he was number ten. You know, yeah. when we were in the stands, we don't really know the players of the other teams. Right. We're not watching. Yeah, you know, we're like not the like play scouting by play. them. You know, but I, I remember thinking in my head, I'm like, who the hell is this number ten guy yeah. in Milwaukee? <laughs> yeah. You know, he was everywhere on the court. You know, he was flying, he was up and down. He had a leg cramp at some point. You know, I and I saw on like the bench over there, like they were stretching his leg out, and I was like, oh my god, I was like. You know, like this this guy's really putting his all out there. Yeah. You know, yeah, so I think right. that's why Milwaukee had a great game, you know, uh, offensively putting up 69 points. Mm-hmm. You know, we we only won by 10. Yeah. But I think it was mainly led by this man BJ Freeman from mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Yeah. You know, really uh putting up a great game, putting his all out there at sure. the, at the amp that night. Sure. Um but Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at the Milwaukee box score here and they only had two players that finished in double figures. Yeah. Their starters were 7 points, 2 points. Obviously, you had Freeman with 33. And you had four, and then you had zero, and right. then on the bench, they had seven, four, zero, twelve, zero, zero. Right. So it was I mean, really Freeman, Freeman it was really the BJ Freeman that. legacy game right, here for exactly. Milwaukee. Yeah, he uh, he had something to prove. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, he really uh, did. He he, he performed. I put put up close to half of Milwaukee's points yeah, there. Pretty much, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, he. he I, I I think he's the reason why this game was closer than it should have been. Mm-hmm. You know, but still, I, I I would argue that this this game looked better than Columbia for sure. You know, I think this game was sure. a lot better than Columbia. Um, yeah. Yeah. Even even if even though it was within ten points, it still looked right. better. Yeah. Uh, you know, there were moments and instances where we were up by like 13, 14, 15 at max, and they cut they cut it to right. ten or so, even to like eight, but, I think yeah, seven. But yeah, so it got it got a little scary towards the yeah. end. Yeah. But you know, I, I knew the Friars were going to come out. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, a win's a win. Right. Uh, I just want to mention one more thing offensively, like. It just seems like this offense is like it's a lot. It's like very smooth. Definitely, it's a lot. It's very smooth, and like I don't want to say you can almost predict, but you know, like when I was watching the game last night from the stands, I was like, pass it or duel mm-hmm. or Carter or Hopkins, and then shoot or drive or whatever maybe, yeah. and that's what like happened. Like I don't want to say I'm I'm like Kim English or something, you know, but like like it's it's very selfless basketball, right? And right. there was even a possession or two where. Um, you know, there was like multiple passes, multiple passes, multiple passes, and I love that, like very selfless basketball. Yeah. But then it ended up in like a turnover or something, and I'm like, ah, oh, shoot, like yeah. it was perfect, and like I love the selfless selflessness, but like it ended up in a turnover, and you're just like, Way shoot. Too much, yeah. And there were like a few instances where like, even on the defensive end too, where like it was either perfect offensively and or defensively, and then it either led to like a turnover or a bad shot 
or like a point for Milwaukee on the other end. So yeah. I know that's kind of like nitpicking. Like yeah. I know, but well, we, we we do have to bring up some negative things. In this yeah, podcast, for sure, that's you know, true. Yeah, yeah I can't yeah. be all positive, right? Um, but I think you know, just basing off our last episode with Columbia, you know, we talked about three things or three things, right? It was rebounding, it was turnovers, and it was free throw shooting, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and so we won the won the rebound battle, right? Um, yeah, forty five to thirty nine, we won that. So like that, that's a win. That's a win. Uh, turnover battle, we won by one, so you know you'll you'll take it. And then uh, fouls, we we won by six, so yeah, that's a that's an improvement. That's an improvement from Columbia. So all in all, I say it was a it was a good win. It looked Definitely. a lot smoother, and but now you know the big one comes Tuesday night against Wisconsin. Big one comes Tuesday night. You know, yeah, big one comes Tuesday night versus Wisconsin. So do you have any more to talk? That's pretty talk much points it. about Milwaukee. It's, uh, it's a good time, I think, to shift gears. What do you say? Yeah, let's do it. So yeah, let's do it. Let's shift Game gears to Wisconsin. Tuesday night versus the Wisconsin Badgers. Let's do it. Here we go. What time is it at? I believe it's uh, at six, six o'clock six again. PM, yep. Yep. So I. Uh, um, yeah, once again, a 6 o'clock game at home at the Amp. You know, I'm, I'm expecting a sold-out crowd. I am, too. You know, I think it's going to be our biggest game of the season. You know, our, well, uh, up until this point. Non-conference. Right? Non-conference, yeah, non-conference, right. Yeah. Uh, our biggest home game this season. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think Saturday night versus Kansas State might actually be bigger. Well, that's Because uh, that's on the or Friday night. Yeah, yeah. Or I think that might be bigger just because it's a Friday night. But, right. Sorry, go no, but that, but that's at uh, that's at a, what do you, what do you call it, a moderate uh, arena. Is it not? We're not at home. No, for that game. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're not seriously. No, I, I think I think we're playing uh, either Mohegan Sun or. Are we? Oh yeah. shoot! Oh, that's uh, so, sorry for this uh, this interruption here for the folks listening. I just yeah. want to double check. Do 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 do. Oh, why the show in Kentucky? Why the show in Kentucky? I did, I did put in Kansas State. We'll see. Oh shoot! I think you're right. It might be at a neutral site. I think it is a neutral site. Say where the it's game at is. The Bahamas. This is the Bahamas game. Oh, that's the Bahamas right. yep. game. That's the right. Bahamas games. Yep. That's right. Shoot. Yep. So Kansas State at the Bahamas. Wow. So I think that this Wisconsin yeah, game. You know, I think. I yeah. think now, now we're yeah, sure right. to say. For sure. I think it's going to be our um, our biggest home game. For sure. You know, uh, I think it's all non conference. For sure. You know? Uh, besides, like URI, the yeah. Browns, like I think those are going to be a little bit more energized because you're going to have people all like within Rhode Island yeah. going to these the games. Rhode Island Bowl. But I, I, I think in terms of in terms of like you know like like uh, the the strength of the teams, mm-hmm. I think Wisconsin is going to be our uh, our toughest competitor at home for sure. You know, so that's why I'm super excited for this mm-hmm. game. You know, I'm I'm going to be there. I have a lot of work to do this week. Yeah. You know, class work. Schoolwork, you know, being an accounting major is not, yeah. you know, the easiest thing in the no, world. That's for sure. But you know, we make some sure. sacrifices. Make so make we're going work. to this game. Um, I'm pretty optimistic about it. ESPN has us winning 66 to uh, uh, Wisconsin's uh, 34. Yep. So, you know, ESPN has us uh, with like that upper edge. Yeah, love to um, see it. Love to see it. I love to see it. You know, I I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a close game. You know, uh, hopefully the Friars come out on top. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For sure. Uh, I guess just like looking at Wisconsin's season so far, uh, they beat AR State 105 to 76. You know, at a conference schedule versus nobody, you're expecting them to blow them out, and they did. And then their last game, uh, two days ago uh, on Friday, they lost to number nine Tennessee 80 to 70. So, you know, Wisconsin's coming coming into the amp with the loss. Uh, a loss at home too. Yeah, loss at home. But it was it was a number nine seed. Yeah, but, no. Yeah. I mean, they only lost by ten points too. And yeah. Wisconsin's unranked, so you know, part of me is telling me that's a good thing because they're coming off a loss. But the other part of me is telling me they're going to come in with like a chip on their shoulder and be pissed off. So 
we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm glad we have the upper edge on them. What is what, 66-34? yep. So that's good. But, you know, I I call this a barometer game. Yep. It, is, it is a barometer game. Um, it's going to really show where this team is at. Uh, I think the home court obviously gives us a huge advantage. I think if we were in Wisconsin, uh, like we were our, our freshman year two years ago, yep. uh, we probably would chalk it up to a loss. Because um, I know in that Wisconsin game our freshman year two years ago, Wisconsin was without Johnny Davis, Johnny their Davis best player. Right. Yep. And, you know, we won that game, thankfully. I think it was due to a little bit of luck, but we'll take it. Yep. Uh, but, you know, I think I think this is just a barometer game. It's really going to show where this team is at. Right. Um, you know, we expected to beat Columbia, expected to beat Milwaukee. Would have liked to win by more, yes, but you're still 2-0. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's just going to really – it's going to be a big test, and it's going to really show where this team's at before we travel to the Bahamas to face uh, yeah. Kansas State on Friday night. So. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, yeah, go, going back, we played Wisconsin uh, two years ago. Yeah. Um, that that was our first, like, away game. Yep. They were out Johnny Davis. We got that win. Yeah. You know, I think that that's what really set us forward going, you know, throughout the non-conference, uh, you know, uh, the 2021-2022 season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was definitely definitely a great, great game to watch. For sure. You know, it was exciting. You know, so hopefully we could uh, – we can retain that luck, retain that you know uh, upper hand against Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know if these are still like the Dave Gavitt uh, tip-off games, but you know, having that upper edge, you know, upper hand, um, you know, against Wisconsin, you know, especially being at home, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great game. Yeah. You know, you know what th- this game reminds me of too. I don't know if you remember freshman year, but we played Texas Tech. Yeah. I think I was that, 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 yeah, that, that was, was sort of awesome. like that pivotal moment. That was awesome. That was that like pivotal win. Yeah. Um, you know, our, our freshman year going back two years, that's what really set us up for like success throughout the non-conference and I would argue the conference games as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that this is a must-needed win here against Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, definitely, you know, I, I, I they, they predict us uh, 66 to 34, you know, percent I'll take uh, chance of winning. So, I'll take it. you know, I, I, I will we'll take it being at home. Hopefully it's packed. Hopefully the Friar fans show out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, once, once again, I'm super excited for it. Yeah. You know, no, um, I can't wait. You know, I'd argue it's a good thing that Wisconsin had a loss a couple mm-hmm. days ago to Tennessee. You know, it was to the number, uh, number nine seed, uh, you know, Tennessee, uh, and they only lost by 10. You know, I still argue that, you know, I, I think that's better for our momentum. Yeah. You know, going forward, we're 2-0 and at home. Mm-hmm. You know, Wisconsin lost in their own, you know, home court as well. Right. So it's going to be their, their first away game. So I think that, you know, like the just the mix, mixture of losing, you know, at home. Yeah. You know, to travel into a new place to our arena. Yeah. You know, I think I think all 12,000 plus seats are going to be absolutely sold out they for this be. game. They better you be. You know, so it's going to be, you know, a, a tough environment for Wisconsin to play in. And you know, I, I think I think we're gonna come out on top. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna I feel pretty good about our chances. But uh, yeah, feel pretty good about our chances. Um, what are you What are you looking for in this game? What'd you say? I mean, I'm I'm looking to see you know like that that similar one two punch with Pierre and uh, Garway. You know, I think that if if we could have that one two point guard showing once again, yeah, I think that that would be exactly. truly uh, you know just needed yeah. for our team. I want to see Odoro perform to the level he performed against Milwaukee. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see those seven offensive rebounds again. Mm-hmm. You know, I love those offensive rebounds. So I want to see him. I I I just want to see offensive rebounds. I want to see the yeah. second chance opportunities. You know, one thing that I want to see too: ball movement. Yeah. You know, and, and you were talking about it, you know, like, there, there may be like a few times where we, we, we do an extra pass and it's, it leads to a turnover. Mm-hmm. But if we could, you know, mitigate our turnovers 
and just you know and and have a, that like nice looking ball movement. Yeah. You know, have smooth. you know many players with smooth. like you know five plus assists. Yep. Which we had in this uh, previous game. You know, I, I really. I think that's what's going to set us up for success. Yeah. You know, so what, pretty much I, I want to see how we performed against Milwaukee, but just, you know, even better. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's sort of a cliche thing to say, you know. Yeah. Oh, you know, just, uh, you know, perform how you perform, perform better, but even yeah. better. Yeah. But, I, but I, I, I think that it's still, we're, we're still developing, we're still progressing. Yeah. We looked good in these past two games. I think we're just going to continue to look even better. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this, this team is anywhere near its ceiling. Right. Um, you know, I'm looking for Bryce to have a better game first and foremost. Uh, Odoro to keep his consistent play going, going off the Milwaukee game. Um, you know, we'll see who starts between Pierre and, and Garway. I probably give the edge to JP. Yep. Um, look for another good game out of him. You know, you know, DC is going to do his thing. Obviously, on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I look for a little bit more out of ticket in this game, especially versus a better opponent. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe he turns out to be the X factor in this game. Right. Uh, you know, I don't see Rich Barron playing at all. You know, Slim, I'd like to see maybe a little bit more minutes, mm-hmm. especially if Odoro isn't playing like he did versus Milwaukee. Uh, Garway, you know, I'd like to see him split minutes with Pierre. You know, keep flashing, keep showing that NBA potential, keep showing what you can do on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. You know, he can stroke it from three. You know, you know he can, you know, he can get very good shots up. You know, and you know, there was one play I think it was Columbia where like. He had, the, he had this block, and that led to, like, a steal and then a point point or points for us. So mm-hmm. that was cool. And then, you know, Corey Floyd Jr., obviously, you know, kind of that, that X factor, sixth, seventh, eighth guy off the bench to yep. really be a spark plug and making an impact and a difference for this team. So yeah, that's what I'm saying I'm looking forward to. Um, I'd say, you know, win at least two out, of th- two out of the three when it comes to, like, the turnover battle, the free throw battle, and uh, the rebound battle. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see more efficiency from three. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of what I'm looking out right. for. Um, yeah, I mean, going, going off that uh, three-point percentage, as you were talking about. Sure. You know, we went 26% against Columbia, 32 against Milwaukee percent. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so just an improvement here. I want to see, you know, maybe the 35, 40 percentile, you know, uh, percentage. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see the improvements there. Yeah. You know, um, but, yeah, every, everything is sort of on, like, a linear regression. You know? Yeah, yeah. Sure. You, you, you have your slope. And yeah. It's only looking better. You know, y equals uh, so, MX plus B. Yeah, y equals MX. Like the rise over run. Rise we're, over we're, run. we're only yeah. we're only doing better in every single in every single statistic. Yeah, you know, true. I, we've only played two games, of course. So you know, like mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, you guys take it with a grain of salt. Whatever. You guys, you guys could say, "Hey, Rich, like you're over exaggerating this." Like whatever. You know, every, every single like every single little thing statistically has only gotten better. Yeah. Right? And everything continues to go up. True. So I mean. Hopefully we we can continue that lockdown in the threes a little bit more. You know I like the thirty one attempts against Milwaukee. Yeah. If we could keep that consistent, make twelve to you know 12, 15, 12, 15 17, of those. You know maybe. I think that, that you know once again like that'll increase it to like that forty percent. Yeah. You know I think that, that that's a much needed statistic right there. Yep. You know as you were mentioning the turn the turnovers we have to you know limit, up, mitigate definitely. the turnovers. You know have less of those. You know keep uh, win, win the turnover battle uh, just in general. You know the rebounds. I want to see those offensive rebounds. Yeah, that's also the theme of this episode yep. too. Yeah, you, know, you have depth, depth, offensive rebounds. Corey Floyd, Floyd, Floyd. Yeah. you know, I, I I could talk about all three of those. You know, for for an hour plus. Oh, yeah. You know, for so. sure. But yeah, 
That, I, I think that those are like the, the keys. Three to keys success, to victory. The key that's, the, that's our recipe. Yeah, and then, of course, that's you have recipe. the fourth key, which is points. Yep. <laughs> yeah, know, of obviously. course. Obviously. obviously. Yeah. You know, it, all, all three other ones don't matter if you don't have the points. Right. You know, so, right. yeah, one, once again, I want to see, you know, better three-point. You know, I, I, I like these open looks ever, you mm-hmm. know, but we just have to drain them. Yeah. You know, I think that will come with time. Um, but, yeah, against a better opponent. We'll see how we do. Yeah, um, this is going to be a true testament to our team. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 when win or loss, it's still going to be a great analysis episode for, for the sure. next podcast. For sure, yeah. So definitely, yeah. Definitely, it's still going to be a fun game to go to, regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the atmosphere and environment is going to be great. Yeah, uh, it's going to be packed. Uh, I know we'll be together at the game, so that'll yep. be good to see. I know uh, last game versus Milwaukee, we weren't together. But we were texting during the game, so we're still it's good to have that touch. at least. Yeah, yep. for sure. And I saw you after the game, obviously, so that was good. Um, but yeah, I mean, just just any way we can do it, just want to win. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's that's all I really want. So, gotta get uh, it done. Most, yep. You gotta get it done. You gotta get it done. Yeah, especially before we go into the uh, the neutral site down in yeah, the Bahamas. Bahamas so, before the you Bahamas. You know, we, we we need that momentum. Yeah. You know, this goes back to the first couple episodes that we recorded with our uh, predictions for the non-conference. Yep. You know, I, I I believe both of us predicted a win against Wisconsin. You know, and, and we really do. We have a tough schedule coming up. Yeah. We're going to have, you know, Kansas State. And then one We're of Miami have, uh, or Georgia. Miami or Georgia. You know, so really like a tough two, you know, two. Uh, two, three games. Uh, opponents, you yeah. know, uh, in, in a neutral site, which historically, you know, we're, we're not necessarily not the best. Not great, yeah. You know, um, but hopefully this new team is different than, the, you know, years past. Right. Um, but, you know, I, I, I could see three, you know, three of like our losses, which we, you know, predicted. Coming in these three game span, mm-hmm. so this is going to yeah, be the, true. the true. Critical. This is going to be our, this be our toughest three game stretch throughout the non conference. Yeah, uh, absolutely, you know, uh, schedule. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I once again, I, I'm very optimistic about this Wisconsin game. So is ESPN with the 64, 66 percent there. Yep. You know, um, so I'm very optimistic about this one. But this is a must needed win here. Yeah, a- absolutely must needed win. Even though we're two and zero, it's still a must one. Right, still a must one. Yeah. Before we go off to Kansas State and. Uh, you know Georgia or Miami. Yeah. Uh, so this is absolutely must needed. Mm-hmm. I just want to say one more thing in terms of the non-conference and you know our toughest opponents. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, it's going to be Wisconsin and it's going to be you know Kansas State and then one of uh, Georgia or Miami if we make yep. it that far in the Bahamas tournament. Uh, this cannot turn into St. Louis and Miami from last oh, season. Oh, definitely not. This cannot turn into Miami and St. Louis from last season because. If it does turn into that, and we're able, and, and we're lucky and able enough to make the NCAA tournament, it very well can be very crucial to, right. you know, this team's final standings and projection. Yeah. You know, it's, yep. it can it can be the difference between you know seven and the eight seed. Right. It can be the difference between like you know, right, nine and ten. You know, for all it's worth. No. You know, I I remember you know, because we played pretty well in the conference last season, I believe mm-hmm. from what I remember, but. Yep. When I think about the non-conference from last season, it was St. Louis and Miami, Miami right? And right. those were the two games kept, that kept on, yeah, it kept really on daunting, derailed us. Really. us yeah. and it held yep. us back, and it it really did carry over until we were seated in the NCAA tournament versus Kentucky. And right. you know, if the ball bounces a different way and we win one or both of those games, then you know you very well may have not have been playing Kentucky and gotten an right. easier opponent that maybe made the round of thirty-two and you know so on and so forth, but. I mean, what ifs at this point. right? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking back to the non-conference right. schedule, and those are the two games that stick out to me. It's like, you know, we should have had the St. Louis game. Yeah. Um, 
I don't remember the final score from the Miami game, but I think we could have won that one too. Yeah. Um, do you have that? I, I, I believe we lost by six or eight. Right? Uh, it might have been more, but I, I know the St. Louis game was close. I think that game, that St. Louis game came down to the free throws. I believe so too, yep. Um, but yeah, Miami we lost by oh, 10. 10. Yep, oh, 74 shit. to 64. The St. Louis we lost by, by three, three seventy-six, yep, seventy-three. Yep. So it was really yep. that St. Louis game. Definitely. But I mean, what would you be happy with in, in terms of Wisconsin, Kansas State, and then one of Georgia and Miami if we if we were to make it that far? You know, uh, so I, I I would be happy if we beat Wisconsin. Yep. You know, e- e- even if we lost to Kansas State. Yep. I think Kansas State is by far. You know, and and you could really uh, you could take me to the grave on this one. You know, for for the twenty twenty three non conference uh, schedule, I think Kansas State is by far our toughest component. Yeah. You know, our yeah. our, uh, our toughest opponent here. For sure. So that that you know, I I, I would be okay if we lost that. Mm. You know, especially, but we, you know, the thing is, is we have to be three and zero before that loss. You right. Know, we can't. Yeah. We can't. Can't afford, go in two and one. We can't afford and go this two loss and two. against Wisconsin. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, so then then it, then it becomes that you know. Um, it's like shoot. Then right, it becomes well, that St. Louis. Right. And, you that's know, that St. Louis Miami of this season. Right. If they were to so, go that way. Yeah. And really, like that's the only place in the season that I could see you know uh, us going down. You know, because uh, you know a- after the Bahamas we have Lehigh Wagner. You know, URI should be Oklahoma, Oklahoma could be, be a loss. Know, but, could be a loss. Yeah, especially away. You know, but but still, I I, I think that that Kansas State. At a neutral site, yeah. You know, I, I, I think, be the, I think the thing that kills us factor. more is the fact that it's at a neutral site. Yeah, for you know, because sure. the Friars at for home, sure. you know, are, are pretty sort damn of unstoppable. Good. Pretty damn you good, know, unstoppable. Yeah. You know, I think we only had one loss in like three or four seasons, and that was to Seton Hall at the end of the last yeah. season. Yep. You know, so yeah, just really, you know, I, our 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 home court advantage is real. Yeah, no, you know? for sure. Actually, no, I, I I take I take that statistic back. I don't know. We lost to Villanova our freshman year. Yeah, that doesn't the, matter. Uh, that doesn't matter. Yeah. But um, you know, in, in terms of non-conference though, mm-hmm. we have not. You know, I don't think we've lost there our entire time I here. I don't think so. You know, yeah. um, I think right at home. So, you know, uh, yeah, it's uh, really. I think that this is going to be our toughest three-game run. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in the non-conference for sure. Right in the non-conference. So, you know, a win is much needed against yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah. How worried are you about like the margin of error for this team? Because I feel like this can become a situation where, like, going you're very optimistic going to the season, mm-hmm. and then you drop the two to St. Louis and Miami, and then like all hell breaks loose, and you're like, like I'll oh, shoot, you know, now we got to win out all the rest of these non-conference games, and we haven't even gotten to the conference games where we're not better than UConn, we're not better than Creighton, we're not better than Marquette, mm-hmm. and then you know, I'm not certain about Villanova, I'm not certain about St. John's, right. and then you know you start thinking to yourself. All right, those two non-conference games, and then you're really projecting six in the conference. It's right. like, uh, six or like seven, what yeah. is really this team's ceiling? Like, how mm-hmm. far can they really go? Right. You know. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a very small margin of error. Yeah. It's a very very yeah. small margin of error. Yeah. You know, I if we have if we have maybe three losses, that that's that's, a, that's a terrible. That's, you know, right? That is right, unacceptable. I think, I think right, unacceptable. right right off the bat, right off the bat, we're going to be you know maybe six in the big. Yeah. You know, right. and that, that's not that, even getting the conference and, play either. Right. That's not even getting in the conference. Play. Right. Exactly. You know, so I think we're going to be, you know, e- e- even with even with three losses in the non-conference, we would be behind Villanova. Yeah. We would be behind sure. St. John's. For you sure. know, like like that 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 you know the the toughness of the Big East, especially mm-hmm. this season. Yeah, it's gauntlet. You know, it's gauntlet. It, it definitely is. I mean, but in, in in terms of in terms of players, 
you know, I, I think we have a very, you know, uh, you know, depth, uh, yeah. you know, deep uh, team roster. Deep we definitely team. do. Yeah. You know, every every single person, like you know, Hopkins doesn't have to have his star, you know, performance. Right. He doesn't you know, have to carry when, us when we have everyone injuries. else. You know. Yeah. So I, I I think in terms of you know margin of error, if we're talking about individual players, mm. you know, I'm I'm not too worried about that. You know, because the people, you know, yeah, everyone true. everyone else will step up. True. You know, but it's really in, that in, in terms of like you know a, the, the Big East overall. Yeah. You know, one one loss will bring us down at least one rank. <sighs> yeah. You know. Right. Um, in, in the Big East alone, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more with that. I mean, that's that's why you know, say what you want about the non-conference, but it is important. Definitely. You know, I think when you talk about the non-conference games, like you, at most, have to have one yeah. one loss. Yeah. I mean, realistically, it's one. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you two. maybe two yeah, maybe you could two maybe. Two. But yeah. if it gets to three, you're done. Right. If it gets to three, right. If it gets to three, you're done, and then all the Big and that, East. That was us last year. Yeah, yep. and all the Big East standings expectations just go out the window. Yeah. Because you don't even get to the Yukons, Marquettes, and Creightons, and Novas, and St. Johns of the world. I mean, it's just, right. you know, people people like to joke around and be like, oh, they played nobody or whatever. But you really got to take these wins to account and just keep stacking them. Right. I know that's cliche, but right, it really is true. And yeah, that's got to happen. That's got to happen right. versus Wisconsin Tuesday night. Right. Definitely. And I mean, also, we, we we can't have a surprise loss like St. Louis, right? That's, you know, like that's all, all these that's other true. teams. You know, as you were saying, like oh, like we're we're playing a nobody. Mm-hmm. You know, all these teams matter. Yeah, you know, right. we, uh, uh, like you can't overlook one team. Exactly, you can't like it, Lehigh, Wagner, Brown. Yeah, you know, like yeah, even Brown. If, yeah. if, if we lose, you know, any any of those games, we're done. Right. You know, and and, and that's just you know we we have to go into those like with a hundred percent certainty. That we're gonna win those games, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we're, you know, we, we, we can't take the other teams for like with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't say oh like they're nobodies. Like they are somebody's. Yeah. Because because we lose to one of those, once again we're we're, we're sort of done in right. the biggies. So yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I can't agree more. I yep. can't agree more. Uh, we're approaching the uh, one hour mark here on uh, Anchor. Uh, I think that's where we're gonna leave it tonight. Uh, you know, first first Sunday night episode recording of the Talking Fires era. Yeah, first Sunday night episode of the Talking Fires era. You know, I think uh, it's the latest that we've been uh, recording too. Yeah, no, that, currently nine twenty-two here. That too. Yeah, a lot of yeah. uh, a lot of firsts this season for oh, us. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think just the recording schedule and stuff. We're gonna do whatever it takes to pump out a, a recap and in preview. You know, every every week at least once a week. You know, yeah. uh, Rich and I sacrifice our time tonight to do it, but that's because we love you guys. We love all of our listeners. Thank you again for listening. Uh, you guys can follow us on Instagram at Talking Friars. Uh, feel free to you know drop us a comment, question, concern, mailbag, question. If you want to be on the show, we'd love to have you on. We're always looking for great guests. Yep. Uh, I think for scheduling-wise, um, expect a solo episode from Ralph. That is me talking right now, uh, either on Wednesday or Thursday to recap yep. Wisconsin and look forward to Kansas State. I know Rich has a very busy, very busy, busy week, week, so, so I apologize, he's not gonna be able to make it. But I'll, I'll be, I'll be back soon. Yeah, for yep. sure. You'll be after, you'll be on uh, back after Kansas State. After Kansas State, so before we be. have, before we have Lehigh. Right. Um, we're just gonna have to record that before we leave for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. break. Yeah. But Which we'll, we can do. we'll finish that. We'll yep. finish that. Or well, we'll talk about it, manage that uh, off the air. Uh, we'll schedule it. And make sure that's out. But uh, yeah, look forward to a, a fun solo episode with me this week, yeah. Wednesday or Thursday. So. You have any uh, closing closing yeah, thoughts, Rich? That's pretty much it. I mean, God bless. Go Friars. Let's beat Wisconsin Tuesday night. I mean, everyone, I, I want to see you all there at the Amp, yeah. six o'clock. So, 
you know, I'm looking forward to that game. You know, I'm, I'm once again, I'm excited to be here with you tonight, Ralph. Yeah, as you know, always. Talking about this Milwaukee game. You know, just a lot that I loved. Um, you know, great. Yeah, I'm just, I, I'm super, super excited. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you guys all for listening and uh, go Friars.